Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. Joining me today is my mom, back by very popular demand. Hey, mom, hey. Hey, baby, Tay, hey. Okay, so mom, the audience friggin' loves you. They live for you. Oh, that's so nice. They stan you. They oh, slay they you. They stan me? That's not even a thing I just said. They slay you. That's not even a thing. <laughs> no, they love you. I don't know. I think that they like that we have the same voices, kind of. Well, that's a definite. Yeah. They also like our dynamic. Yeah, I saw some of Taylor's family last night saying, oh, I know it was Marilyn. I uh-huh. saw Marilyn look at uh, Annie and Annie said, don't they sound just like each other? I know the voice, right? Yeah, people, yeah. the people, because the people think my voice is so crazy. Yeah. Well, and I'm, like, but I'm also a crazy person. So they're like, oh, that crazy girl with the crazy voice, that tracks. But then they meet you and you're like an angel. And then they're like, but they have the same voice. But they got it from a mama. Yeah, like everybody thinks I smoke like a pack of Marlboro Reds like every yeah, day. And then they too. meet you yeah. and they're like, wait, because you don't, you don't give Marlboro Red vibes. A, yeah. I give a pack Barbara, a I give pack a day vibes. Yeah, you do. You don't way, though. way more than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So no, and then they also I don't know. They probably just like love listening to you because people always say that you give like very good advice. And I do you feel like I gave good advice? I don't know that you give good advice. I just think you raise like the <laughs> most incredible person ever in the world. Me. So people just assume. <laughs> You're giving oh, good advice because they're so, like so humble. Wow, if she if she raised Taylor Strecker, she oh, must know everything. You're so humble. I tried really hard to raise you to be humble too. That didn't work so well. <laughs> We're gonna talk a lot about raising children and nature versus nurture in just a oh, little bit too. Because yeah. I have a lot of questions for you. But first things first. Everybody is dying to hear how I did on Thanksgiving, okay? Taylor, honestly, you were really great for your first Thanksgiving. You had a few meltdowns. You had some moments that scared me 
Okay, I, I, I want to talk I about it. I ran away a few times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so first things first, last week on Taste of Taylor, yes. I did like a solo pod where I kind of was spiraling about hosting. And this was, don't forget, pre-hosting. This was this was the weekend before we prepped. I did Taste of Taylor. So the whole podcast was about my anxieties leading up to hosting. And well, how it's anxiety-provoking. It is. It's like a lot to host a Thanksgiving meal. But, like, I was... So, Tay and I wanted to host because, quite frankly, we were sick and fucking tired. Sorry for the F-bombs. We were oh. sick and tired. We were sick and fudging tired of <laughs> traveling everywhere. Because travel, for me, is stressful. No, that's a lot, too. Packing your bags is stressful. Getting ready to leave the apartment is stressful. Traveling is annoying, especially during the holidays. And it's expensive! And then sleeping... Maybe on a mattress, maybe on an arrow bed. I don't know. You never know with Paige. No, oh, I know. She was stealing my mattresses. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, okay, so there's just a lot of anxiety around it. So I was like, like fudge this. I'm, no, sick, I, I'm sick and tired of it. Everyone's coming to us. Just because we don't have babies doesn't mean that people can't come to our home. We matter too. And then as I was prepping, I was like, ah, this is the worst decision <laughs> I ever made. It's annoying. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. I was longing for booking a flight. Like, literally, I was. So it's a lot more work than just showing up at someone's house. And I have to tell you, <sighs> from the travel point of view, which yes. we never do. Right. So it was interesting because we got to see what it feels like to be you guys. Okay, and? You have to think about what time you're going to leave, all the things you need to do before you leave. We were, I was really, I was stressing about what time we were leaving, and I knew Dad hadn't packed the night before, which he never does. Oh, we'll just wake up tomorrow morning and throw some things in his suitcase. And he thinks he moves so fast, and he's so slow. He's so slow. And I said, you can't do that. You can't wake up. Oh, yeah, yes, I can. Of course I can. So, (laughs) we get up in the morning. Of course, I'm thinking we're leaving at 6, so I'm up at 5 o'clock. He's sound asleep, sawing logs, like... No care in the world. Typical dad. I'm up. I'm starting to pack. He goes, of course, we didn't get on the road till 8 o'clock. Of course. The plan was 6 o'clock. And, you, and that's stressful. We didn't stressful. get on the road. Yes. Those very. extra two hours. And then I thought, we're going to hit horrendous traffic. Oh, wait a second. Remember when I was married to husband and you would get so insulted because we would always leave yes. early on Sunday and you were like, yes. why can't you just stay late? Why are you guys so neurotic? And also, <laughs> you didn't like that we talked about like where we wanted to go to dinner on Sunday night. Uh, yeah. What? Manhattan. I know. We have to eat. I and you have to make a reservation in Manhattan. My point, though, is do you get now why yes. you leave early? It's good for us to switch places, right? Yes, perspective. Is it great for you to see what it's like to host? Oh, my God, so Mom. I will never, sides. never, what? never sit down at your house without doing the dishes ever again. What would you prefer, hosting or traveling? I don't, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. There, there, good and bad to both. There's good and bad to both. I and know. Like, I really did have a, fu- have a fun time. And like hosting here was so special. And we kind of technically did two Thanksgivings because yeah. we did like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. And then we and had Tay's sister day. and brother-in-law and the kids come the next day. And actually Zach, though, my brother cooked that meal. Um, that was, what did he do? He did a short, short rib. rib. It was amazing. But, you know, it's like the cooking is hard, but like the setting of the table the, the goddamn dishes. dishes. The oh dishes. my God. The cleaning. It's just like constant it's, cleaning. That's I just, all. You're like Groundhog's Day. You're on like a loop. It's just yeah. like it's a never ending cycle yeah. of abuse. <laughs> and then every time somebody brings out a new glass or a new Don't plate. Use that one. No. Oh, I was, by the end, I was like, Tay, where are the plastic plates? Exactly. Like I was so, I was so done with doing so, damn dishes. So, you know what? You have to have the perfect kitchen to be a really like, Easy breezy hostess. Totally. Gotta have 
Two dishwashers, two, two sinks, yes, like two a warming tray, two ovens, ten burners, yeah, because half of them don't work at yeah. any given time. Absolutely, that's the secret. So you have to live. You have to be rich and live in a mansion. Yeah, when I plan, you know, what you also need house. Full time help. Totally. <laughs> dishwasher, a <laughs> somebody to go shopping for you to get everything. A <laughs> totally. Oh God, you need a restaurant. But okay, but. Teddy did a great job of making sure everybody had a drink. She was a good bartender. And, and you said dad's dad's the a terror- worst. <laughs> the worst. I right before people Wait. come over, I always say to him, All right, you've got to at least bartend or you've got to man the grill. When he mans the grill, he starts talking to somebody and he burns all the meat. So we have a little charcoal briquettes <laughs> for dinner and he, he does and he to, he just totally abandons he never bartending he, oh the only Everyone's thing he, getting their own he does, drinks. the only thing dad does is stand talk. in the worst spot in the kitchen and talk and talk and so, and get in the way and like it really is wild because like this because i've grown up in t- two different kitchens in our current house so mom and dad had an old kitchen that sucked so i just always blamed him being in the way on like the kitchen oh, no. sucking he's still but in then the you way. guys just redid a kitchen and you designed it specifically i put so a little you put bench, a, chip, a, a little chip a daddy bench with a cushion on it so, so he would sit, sit there no nope. <laughs> he stands right. in the middle yeah. of the kitchen right, by the, right burner, by the burner right by the sink right by the trash right by every drawer you have to open it's almost yeah. like he's like nostradamus of annoyingness. <laughs> and I say, Rich, move. And then he gets mad at me. Yeah, what? what? I'm just I'm trying to help. Oh, whatever. So, yes. But now we're in my kitchen. And he stands and talks there too. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I will say though, in dad's defense, everybody was annoying me in the kitchen. Yes. Except for you, mom, because you were Because I'm really, helping. Well, you were, you and I, people said that I was a head chef and I was behaving like head chef because I was acting like a monster. Because you were bossy. But you were the sous chef. I believe more that you were the head chef and I was just like the very difficult sous chef. But regardless, like eat and listen, even like Zach was in there. And there's here's the thing, too. Our refrigerator and our ice is. Oh, you know what? Lessons learned. Next time we do this, we'll just have like a all huge drink area out over and there. All the ice separate yes. so no one has to come into the kitchen to like replenish their yes. drinks. See, you learn. You That's do learn. There is lucky. a perfect yeah. system. But like even in this kitchen, like. Because I cook a lot for me and Tay, but Tay will even come in there. And even when Tay's in there, it annoys me. And that's just the two of us. So yeah. now we're talking, uh, we've got eight adults, two bunch dogs. of little kids. Dogs have no respect for the kitchen. <laughs> no. They're right at your feet. I'm going to say something. something. I'm going to say something controversial that I shouldn't admit. But I, I, and I said, mentioned it to Zach, and Zach looked at me like I was a monster. I was like, do you ever just like want to kick these dogs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They're just so in the way, and you're like just like stepping on them, and then they're like, Rawr! and then you feel so bad, and you're like, get out of my way! <laughs> we should put doggy gates on either end of this no, we island. Should, we should put. You know what we should really do? We should put Kid red gates, red velvet ropes up there, hire a bodyguard, and only <laughs> let people in there that are actually doing things. Exactly. Those are the only people you want in the kitchen. Oh my are god! Are people that are helping. Luckily, there is a side like like the way the island set up is like there's a there's a like in the kitchen where you're actually like accessing the fridge like the dishwasher the you know the oven the stovetop and then there's another side of it where it's kind of just like you could chill so i just kept sending everybody that wasn't helpful over to that side and even the the one that was helpful even me in the kitchen cooking with you i got in trouble one. Okay, so let's talk about it. So on a scale of one to ten. So I, I just want to say hosting is hard. I have mad props and respect for hosting. I said this is the first and last time I'll ever host Thanksgiving ever no, again. No, because no, no, no. it was so fun. Do it again. No. Do and it again. I will say that like, and it is a lot. I think we should do it every year here. Oh, oh, let's slow your roll, sister it friend. Okay, best. but I will say this. 
also having like so not only are we hosting but we're having house guests and guys we don't have doors we have a door to our office which is full to the brim with work equipment right now we couldn't even access it no. so it, it's hard to also host like a meal and then people staying over. So it, it, it's a lot. But you are great house guests. I will say you guys Thank are you. very helpful. I wake up in the morning. We try. The aerobed is already put away. Like, and yeah. the dishes well, are done. Why I, guess why I do those things. Because you know. Because I host and I know how annoying right. it is to have somebody else's aerobed in the middle of your living room when you're trying to entertain people. Yesterday, there were towels in my sink upstairs. I It almost sent me. I was like, <laughs> I was literally taking a poop yesterday and I'm like sitting there pooping and I'm like, what are these towels? Full, full shower. Not, not face cloths, not hand towels. Who threw towels? Who put the towels in the sinks? <laughs> That's literally what was happening. And I will say this, there, at, at our max capacity, we had six adults staying here, yeah. including me and Tay. Yeah. Six adults staying here using one yeah. bathroom, one right. shower. For That's real, hard. Okay, but you know what we could do in the future? We could put the things that are in that shower I know. We, in we, a we, closet or, or upstairs in the yeah. closet, and then we could use both showers. No, 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 no. Trust me. Go through your room. I've already, right? no, I've already, because then you can put all your fucking towels in the sink down Next here. Next year, when you host <laughs> us again, that's what we're going to do. We're going to move the stuff out of that shower. We're going to use that shower. You guys can put your towels in the toilet for all I care <laughs> if it's down here. Well, I want to know who did you think? I want to know who you originally said, oh, my God, my father threw those towels in the sink. Who did you think threw the towels I thought in Taylor the sink? Donahue threw the towels in the sink. Oh, Taylor. She just rolled her eyes. She's like, but I heard her yesterday say, I never do that. I never would. Spoiler, it was my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> it was Annie. Oh, oh Annie. Boy. And Annie is so funny because Annie's so particular about her house. Yeah. But like I'm also particular about my house. The funny thing is I am Annie's daughter. I actually, her daughter Ashley is your daughter. Secretly, <laughs> I actually came out of Annie's womb. We are the exact same person, which is why like we're I, like, I'm like, like if I put my body towel in her sink, are you kidding me? Oh Dead. But when I when I'm like, who put that in there? And she's like, it was me. And I'm like, Annie. She's like, so what? And I'm like, not so what? And she was like, it's clean. I was like, you spit in the sink. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Okay, that was one of your meltdowns. Okay, that was one of that my was meltdowns. One of your meltdowns. Another meltdown. Wait, wait, wait. I am helping you in the kitchen. <sighs> I am the one there helping you. We're doing everything's going along great. Annie starts talking to me about your radio show. I say to her, Oh, this is on oh, this is your fault. I say to her, I take no responsibility for this oh, meltdown. Does Neil listen to the show? Neil, for everybody listening, is Tay's dad. Tay's okay. Dad. Yes. So and Neil is very religious. Yes. Uber Catholic. Oh. Very like, no, but I grew up Catholic. I, so I understand Neil's psyche because I grew up the same way. Okay, and then I along, say, priest. Then I say to <laughs> Neil, I say to Ann, did Neil listen to the show? And she goes, Oh, yes. Sometimes I went, lies. No. Everyone just lies to Does each other. He hear Taylor's language, the dropping those f-bombs and then tail you turn on me and get your you become my mortal enemy you yeah. look at me and you're like mom here's, are you gonna do this again here's the deal let's Here get real let's so get so nice helping you in the kitchen let's get real girlfriend like a rabid no coyote gaslighter <laughs> motherfucker yes that's no no yes. th no this is your gaslighter no yes i was just Nothing to do Can with Can you it. believe this? This is like watching Ashley and Anne fight over <laughs> when she went to Vegas to meet her boyfriend. That was so funny. Hilarious. 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 Last night. Hilarious. I'm going to put you in a mental institution. Okay, you wait. Real quick. Okay, so like Tay 
it's so Tay's my wife's older sister very confusing with all these names my wife Taylor's older sister Ashley my middle name is Ashley Taylor Ashley crazy so crazy and I are the exact same age and we are like the exact same person and so Ashley and like best friends and best friends and Ashley and Tay's mom Anne Ashley's oldest I'm the oldest and Anne and Ashley are best friends me and you are best friends exactly but I feel like I'm more like Anne and Ashley's more like you it's very interesting anyway but the point is is that we were raised pretty same I I would say that I think Anne was a lot less strict than you and dad about like drinking and stuff like that yeah I, i'm just gonna you know whatever yeah. but it's funny yeah. because they're ashley and i both dated boys that our parents did not like yeah. ashley's was only because he just like he I had know, a tattoo they had god forbid a tattoo <laughs> but <laughs> and, and i don't really know why else mine might have been a drug dealer so Yours, you know well, that's, yeah. a, that's a very reason, reason to be concerned a, a scary drug no dealer. mom you can't might have been might have been. <laughs> with no respect for authority. Okay, okay, also okay. Also a thief. Okay, Mom, you can't <laughs> say things like that. You don't know he was a thief. I he I may have stolen <laughs> printers and computers from the, from the middle school. Yeah. From may the, have. Yeah. No one confirmed it. Did he get arrested? He should have. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so Ashley was telling the story about how she lied to her parents, said she was going to Penn State to visit some friends, but she actually went out to Vegas to visit a boyfriend at the time. Whatever. Right. But they knew that they were dating. Right. Anyway, so she said that she finally, she decided to confess that she was actually in Vegas and not in Penn State. It, it was a plane ride versus a car ride. Now, I just want to say this, statistically speaking, a long car drive is way more dangerous than True. a flight. Okay. True. Stat wise, anyway. So she she lied. So that's why. Whatever. So she's and as Ashley said, I was going away. So what does it matter if it's Penn State or Vegas? What does it matter? And then Anne's like, "Cause you lied to me. You never lied to me. Whatever." So they're arguing back and forth, and Ashley's like, "Yeah, but you guys, your reaction, like when I told you." And she confessed. She tattled on herself. Oh yeah. And then and then they got really mad. And then she never should have told. And that never should have told. Taylor told her not to tell. Okay. So (laughs) the funny thing is like. That, you know, when parents get really mad, they were like, their reaction was, we're going to send you to a mental institution. <laughs> and Ashley, like, last night was like, that was mental institution worthy? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. That, that's, <laughs> you, I checked you into a mental institution <laughs> for, for thinking, thinking you had to put me in a mental institution. <laughs> like, that's a fair punishment. But no, the, the dynamics are very similar. But I will say this. You are crazy with the F word, okay? And FYI, your husband says it all the time. Yeah. And FYI, sometimes you say it too. Yeah. So the hypocrisy <laughs> is running rampant. Well, you taught me, so you've desensitized oh, me. Did you hear that? Here I taught go. her. Okay. <laughs> Gas lighter. Oh, and so it begins. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by K18. In case you haven't heard of K18, let me change your life. It's a biotech company. Are you ready for this? That creates clinically proven, science-backed hair products. Unreal. So K18 is bringing you the future of hair care with their leave-in molecular repair hair mask that reverses damage in just four minutes. So here's the deal. Other products cover up damage. However, K18 repairs damage from bleach and coloring, chemical services, and heat on all hair types. I was on tour like two years ago, and I had to do my hair literally every single night with the hottest of hot curling irons. I looked cute. I looked like a snickety-snack, but my hair was getting very damaged very quickly, and I have very healthy hair, so that was very disturbing for me. I also recently started getting my hair kind of colored again. I have grays. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, I'm getting like those money pieces in the front, but my stylist was like for real between the damage from tour and like now me coloring it again. I'm a little bit nervous and I was nervous too, but then 
she found K18, and my hair is thriving. So with K18, they were able to figure out a way to restore strength and elasticity in the innermost layers of the hair. And since damage is ongoing, you can actually start fresh with K18 with your stronger, softer, smoother, bouncier hair that literally, it just keeps lasting and lasting. It's no wonder their leave-in molecular repair hair mask went completely viral. K18's easy leave-in fits into any routine, even the laziest of girly girls like moi. So you can repair daily damage with less stress and frustration and unlock new levels of self-expression. So bring your hair into the future with K18 Molecular Repair, available now at Sephora and Sephora.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And now back to the podcast. So you and dad are freaking obsessed, obsessed with talking about me saying the F word. And I've said this to you guys for years. What? First of all, if you don't like it, stop listening. No, because you're so entertaining. Well, whatever. Stop listening over the F word. Well, just then get over it. You, you know, can't... I don't like that phrase, but just get over I it. I know. Anyway, so we're like in the kitchen. We're, we're cooking. I'm stressed AF. Okay. You know. As fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, you just said it. It's unbelievable. Anyway, but. Long story short, you gaslit me. <laughs> no, and it had nothing to do with you. I was talking. Shh. I was talking to Annie. Shush. You weren't even supposed to be listening. You were eavesdropping. You were standing right, you were standing right you were next to me. Eavesdropping you were standing right next to me. Anyway, so, ta- so mom's like, oh, is Neil upset about listening to the radio show? Because, you know, and first of all, Andy even said he was upset. You're just like making up this whole narrative in your head and, and vomiting True. it onto poor Anne. True. And Anne's like, what are you talking about? We have to listen. It's all good. Like, Anne's like, it's all fine. Like, they couldn't be more chill. And you're literally trying to passive aggressively no, bring up oh, me saying the F word again. No, that's what you thought. Whatever. I anyway, really wasn't. I looked at you and I was like, I'm like, yes, I bit your head off. Also justified. Honestly, so far, I haven't heard one thing I did that wasn't valid and justified. Oh, because you're perfect. Righteous and justified over here. (laughs) Righteous and justified. Yeah, come on. Are you kidding me? But that was your only real meltdown. The F word. And I apologize right after. You did. I wasn't this, You're a I'm really very good snappy. I'm are. very snappy in the True. moment, but I am. F- I'm quick to be like, like what does it take me? Two and a half minutes. Yeah. You and can then I turn around and like, hey, I'm sorry. About apologies. Yes. I am very good. I am a more evolved version of him. Yes, you are. That's how it happens. <laughs> That's how true. it goes. So what? So if you had to give me a grade, what would the grade? Oh, Tay, I thought it was fantastic. Honestly, a ten. Well, just so you know, you're giving yourself a 10 because you did everything. <laughs> no, you really did. Honestly, no, I, I, did. I feel like embarrassed even taking credit because like you no. really did everything. No, I did not. I never could have. You did. You cooked the turkey. You, you cooked the mashed potatoes. You like you cooked, you cooked the peas. No, we were a team. Fine. Well, we were a great team. I will say, though, it was really great. The only thing is that like I just have to figure out. I would just do my lessons learned. I would do a little bit more prep getting ready for things like in advance, like i.e. setting up the bar, having the appetizers already out of the fridge, like give, making room for myself. Yeah. And but that's how you learn. You just do it. And then you what didn't work and then the next time you're even better so next year's going to be easier and right. better and so i can't wait for next year i'm looking forward to it already so we're hosting again next yes. year 
Damn. And everyone's coming next year. Oh, apparently, yeah. So it's going to go from eight Steve. people to like 16 people. Well, stay in a hotel. We don't have to stay here. Okay. Well, no, Dad and I will stay here. Paige <laughs> and Steve can stay in a hotel. <laughs> Mom and Dad are allergic to spending money on hotels. No. Oh, I just love being here. I know, no, Waking I know. You guys, honestly, you are dream house guests. You get up early, you're quiet, you go out, you get coffee and bagels, you do all the dishes, you know exactly where they go. Like, it's, you clean up, you're actually dream house guests. You help. So isn't it worth letting us stay here for us to clean the kitchen the next morning? And uh, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. No, success. it really was a success. It was really fun. I did snap at everybody, though. That's a that's a good, good thing, too. So you snap. Everyone gets you... yelled at a little bit Who by me. Who else did you snap at? Dad? You must have snapped I at Dad I always snap at Dad. Something. I snapped at Zach. You did? Yeah, well, he was asking for it. Oh, I don't know. What did he do? I snapped at you. I snapped at Dan. Snapped at Tay, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tay got snapped at a lot. Tay got snapped. Tay's good. She can hold her own. Tay, Tay, Tay like... are you okay? Oh, my God. You'll I was, be okay? Oh, my I God. I was a little worried about her at one point. Yeah, you made me nervous. I had to walk away. Why? Well, because you were snappy, and I felt bad for her. What did I do? Because she was just doing her best. <laughs> see, was... but, but see, just doing her best, which was not. <laughs> which was entertaining the guests for you and being a good bartender. Entertaining the guests? Yeah, she was, she like... was playing an unnecessary game and making a mess <laughs> in the place I had just cleaned. <laughs> she was making small talk, you know, being good hostess. Well, here's my thing with Tay, too. Tay's like, I want to have a party. I love a party. Let's, ho let's host this. Let's host that. And then when it comes time to hosting, she's like, here. Like, if I just, like. You married your father. Uh-huh. Like, like if <laughs> yes. I just literally was like, I have to go upstairs and do diarrhea, like, there would not be nothing happening. Yeah. So Scared. that's the thing is, yesterday I had a little talk with her and said, if you want to keep hosting, and I get it, then, like, you got to start pulling the weight with me. And once you and, and once you stepped to the plate, it was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. Not so, Not as much fun. As it used to be to host. Now that you have to do the things, right? Yeah, she's shaking her head. Yeah. We will ha we will be talking about this, the two of us, uh, next week on Taste of therapy Taylor. with Cheryl Sparrow. No, no, we do therapy now on the show. Ah, very good. Yeah. Who's the mediator? Oh, you know, we just go back and forth and take responsibility for it. No, we, we go to our therapy session and then we like we share with everybody what Sherry taught us in that therapy session. Uh -huh. it's, working. We, it's working for you because you guys are a great team. Do you want to divorce me after this Thanksgiving? Would are you, you sure? do it again, Teddy? Wait, can you just talk? She would do it again. Do I want to divorce you? No. But we need to schedule therapy like tomorrow. <laughs> That's all. Do you feel abused? Okay. Do you feel abused? Am I in trouble? Emotionally abused. But I really was doing my best. My best just isn't very good sometimes. Well, that's because I spoil her, and I do, and I, I I take care of everything with like food. Like she doesn't even have to get up off the couch. So I've created the person. Me, I know. Yeah, so I, I, I have to take responsibility for my role in Slow, the steady matter. Anyway, but I did say to Tay when I was, you know, being apparently according to her emotionally abusive, I said to her last night, I just get scared because. She wants to do big things in life, hosting Thanksgiving, you know, having a Christmas party. She wants to have a Christmas party, all these different things. And what all I hear is more work and more money, more work and more money. And so the biggest thing that's going on in our lives right now, this is what I want to talk about. I'm pivoting mom into children. So Tay's like, I want children, and which is so expensive and so much effort. And so I know it's unfair to be like Thanksgiving is the same as having children. And also Tay was a nanny, so she actually is really good with kids. Thanksgiving is not the same as having children. It's, having children is harder and longer. How many Thanksgivings is it? Like 10? <laughs> a lifetime. <laughs> a life, like a Thanksgiving every day? A lifetime. Yeah. No. Well, not quite a Thanksgiving every day, but it's like a Thanksgiving one day, a Christmas the next day. 
um, some easier holidays in between, maybe a little <laughs> Columbus Day, a little Fourth of July, St. Patrick's Day, you know, then another hard one, like, you know, an Easter. Right. Yeah. That's parenting. Totally, yeah. Okay. Well, coasting is good practice in that case. Yeah. But I said to you, I was like, it just, I get scared because, you know, I get very overwhelmed. You work. saw me. I get very overwhelmed over very little. So I just sometimes worry about, you know, but you always know, well, everybody knows this because I like say this to death, repetitive Rita, but like, I love Tay more than I love not having children. That's right. So we're, go- we're so we're starting to do the thing. So yeah. we went to our IVF appointment. Yeah. So we have been working with California Cryobank on having, um, we're going to pick sperm through them. But a whole separate process of this is the fertility portion, right? Yes. So we have to go to fertility specialist. So Tay made the appointment and I told Tay when it comes to the kid stuff, like, I don't have the emotional capacity to be the captain of the ship. She is the captain now. So it's like, we. she has to like make all the appointments. So she made an appointment. She actually made it for herself, but then she like wiggled me into it, which was <laughs> incredible. She got a two for one. She she's got a BOGO. She is a genius. And she always gets her way because she's magical like you. Like and people just love her so much. <laughs> so basically, um, we went to the appointment and they were basically seeing do we need IVF? Do we need to like freeze eggs? Do we need to freeze embryos? Because, you know, your age and your health determine all those different steps. Um, and Tay's of the age where they thought that she can do, what's it called, honey? IUI? IUI, which basically means the old-fashioned way. Interuterine. What? Whatever. I don't know. IUI. Basically, it's like, we go to a doctor, we have the sperm, they literally insert the turkey baster a la penis, and mm-hmm. voila, you might get pregnant like one shot. Like, like the way straighties do it, right. you know, heterosexual people. Right. It's as close as we, the gays, can get to a heterosexual um, pregnancy yep. Yep. or intercourse or whatever. So, but for me, I, it's because of my age, it's definitely looking like I'm going to have to do like IVF or whatever to be expected. But we go in there and they look at Tay's uterus first and they're like up there. It's like literally it's like a they stick a wand up your hoo-ha and it's like an internal sonogram. I thought they're going to put it in our stomach. So. I was not <laughs> thrilled when I realized I had to take out my tampon. Oh, no. How awful. <laughs> awful. And I didn't shave my vagina. <laughs> I'm sure they've seen that before. I was really embarrassed. And also, our IVF doctor looked very familiar to me. Like, I was like, do you, I know you through Wuspend? No. I had the thought, but I let it go because I was like, honestly, if I do, I do. And there's nothing I can do about it. And she was so cool and so nice. So I was like, whatever. But she, like, you know how you meet people and you're like, I feel like I know you. Yeah, I've met you before. Anyway, whatever. Well, she can tell everybody what my vagina looks like now. HIPAA violation! (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. um, Yeah, so we go in there and Tay goes first with her perfect, I'm sure her perfectly shaved vagina. You know, her pretty... I won't I won't say naughty words. Please, thank you. I love alliteration. I know you do, but I can't handle Pretty Pusetta. Okay, so <laughs> So she goes in and literally doctors like this, guys. Oh my God, your uterus is perfect. It's gorgeous. A plus, A plus uterus. And I'm like, oh, welcome to my literal life. That is everyone's descriptor <laughs> for my wife. Gorgeous, perfect, A plus. Oh my God. And then I was like, oh, wait till I get in there, you know? And so she was like looking at Tay's like eggs and, you know, her fallopian tubes and all the other good stuff. I'm a very bad lesbian. I have no idea about the female body. (laughs) So then I get up there. When I tell you it looked like the upside down from Stranger Things, I am not kidding. (laughs) It's like, like there's like cobwebs (laughs) and there's like 
like monster vomit and guts and slime. <laughs> no, literally. And it's it's like no. like if hers is like a bright, beautiful light, mine is like dark with like all these like little like ashy flakes coming down. Yeah, it was scary in there. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. Girl, listen to these crazy stats. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 do not get enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% don't get their recommended daily omega-3s. That's cray. Well, Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was actually formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. Because clearly we need it. And they've got us fully covered with nutrients to help maintain brain health, bone health, and blood health, and provide antioxidant support. So here's the deal. There's lots of vitamins, if you will, out there in the world. But it's like, well, which one do I choose? And how do you know which one's good and which one's not? It's overwhelming. Well, Ritual <laughs> took things to the next level by investing in the gold standard for research, a university-led clinical trial to study the impact of their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results? An increase in vitamin D levels by 43%. And omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Their findings were published in leading scientific journal Frontiers in Nutrition, which is a big deal, FYI. And a published clinical study providing the effectiveness of a multivitamin, it's a very big deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Now, Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the Non-GMO Project. They use traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients and always have clear communication, which means you know exactly what's in your multivitamin and where it came from. I'm the kind of girl that wants the best the best, okay? So with all those multivitamins floating around out there, I want to know that I'm getting the Mac Daddy multivitamin. And with Ritual, I know I am. Plus, I am a very transparent girly, okay? What you see is what you get with me. I like to be a pew, pew, straight shooter. They just like cut through the Chris app and just get right to the point. And I like that. And I need that kind of transparency in my life. So right now, Ritual's offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash Taylor dash 10 and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Taylor dash 10. Again, 10% off at ritual.com slash Taylor dash 10. 10. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now back to the podcast. Did you see it? Did you actually see it? Well, you, you show see you it. The difference you see nothing. Yeah, on a monitor. Yeah, because Tay went first. We could see inside her universe, yeah. and then I went second. And the doctor was like, "So <laughs> maybe not you." Well, so which so, is perfect. Definitely you don't want to uh, not as good as Taylor Donahue's Teddy's. <laughs> they call her Teddy there because you know that's what we always do everywhere. And she was like, "Listen, for your age, for your age, it's like fine, normal, normal." Yeah. But and she said, "And the good news is, you told me in my office before you didn't want to carry." Right. So, like, the good news is, great, because you're not going to. Yeah, like, perfect. No. You don't but want we can to. definitely get in there, get some eggs. We should make some embryos. Like, with, like basically, we're doing the insurance policy with me. And then Tay's kind of like, you know, Tay's, uh, Tay's our pony. We picked her as the pony. 
And she wants to carry. So that's great. And she has always said she'll carry for me. But I have to tell you, mom, I had a moment where it kind of got sad. Like I was like, and it's wild because here I am being like, I don't want kids. I don't want to carry all this stuff. But like there was some, I I, I don't know. You want to make the decision. You wanted to say, I don't want to do it. But when somebody else says to you, you can't. And that's the rebel in you. Now you want to. It made me a little sad though. Like I was like, I felt like, I know I was like, oh my God, like. I don't get even like get to be pregnant. And listen, I, I, I've gotten myself here. I've made the decisions I made. Like I'm I, I, like age is a big thing for women. I also could have frozen my eggs forever ago. I just, uh, I did just not tell you knowing you, I think your instincts were right. Blinking. I think your instincts are right. I don't think you'd be happy pregnant. Okay. I just don't. So this is what I want to talk to you about because you I feel know yourself. Right. But I also yeah. like, I like, I want to talk to with you too. Cause there, there's like, there's women who love to be pregnant. They're like the best I ever feels when I'm pregnant. So how was it when you were pregnant? You watched me. That's why you're right. afraid. But I but I don't know if I remember it correctly. I threw up 24-7. You did not I, love being pregnant. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. I mean, honestly, I loved feeling the baby move. Right. I loved feeling that. But honestly, Taylor, oh, you watched me. I threw up in the bushes when your bus was coming up the street. So embarrassing. How dare I you mean, do that to me? I'm sorry. I could not <laughs> help it. I was nauseous from about the start, the minute I found out I was pregnant until, until I gave birth. No kidding. Especially with Zach. Yeah. That was bad. You were like for th- like five months. No, I think you were for like three months. Paige was like for five to six months. Zach was the whole nine months. Holy mother. All I did was eat salting crackers and throw up. It was so awful. basically what you're saying to me is you don't think I'm like missing out on being pregnant. No, it's like being seasick. Don't. It's like being seasick the whole time. Forget don't. it. You would be miserable. Okay. I don't think no, you'd no, no, love. That, make, that makes me feel better because I needed you to kind of like remind me of that and say that so that I was, you know, because I because there is something so incredible about being a woman getting to like carry a child and connect with the child. Like there are parts of it that are beautiful and wonderful. But honestly, a lot of women don't love being pregnant. Okay. The women that love it who say, oh, I was never sick of day i never felt better so like even you envy those women yes okay because i am not one of those women and chances are you probably wouldn't be either because you've got my dna exactly so. okay so then also i want to talk with you about this idea of okay so like scarlet obviously your first grandchild my first niece like like blood nuclear family relative yeah. and we are just so obsessed with her she looks just like page like it's crazy yeah and but it's so interesting because like even like Paige the other day like you were like see I told you she looks like you and Paige was like oh I'm so happy I'm so relieved and that triggered something in me too because I'm like thought, oh I want a baby that looks like me what I've realized is like parents are very sensitive like both parents yeah. like even Stassi and Bo with like Hartford it's like there was a while where Stassi was like she doesn't even look like me so but like Stassi literally carried her so there's no even I know. question that that's her actual child I know like we have a friend and um her husband, like when the, when their son was born, the husband looked nothing like the baby, and all of his friends would joke that it was the milkman's. Yes. Like he was like legit upset. Yeah. Like and finally, now their third child looks just like him. So now she's like, see, yeah, see. <laughs> but it's so funny because it kind of hurt his feelings for a while. Yeah. But like, but that's that's even when you are genetically connected to the child, right? And so I'm wondering, like, do you think? Maybe this is too hard of a question to even ask because we've not experienced it yet. But I guess maybe how about this? 
what do you think about this idea of nurture versus nature, right? So the nature in it makes the baby look like you and maybe like have the same voice as you. And that's like a really fun, cool thing. And listen, I know there's people listening who maybe have had adoption. Um, The thing that's unique with me and Tay is we're going to be going through completely different parenting experiences. Like I had a lot of friends growing up that were adopted, but like both of their parents adopted them together. So like the parents were experiencing what it's like to be an adoptive parent together. Um, Like, so Tay and I are going to be having two completely different parenting experiences. Right. So that's my concern. I want to be clear because I'm not being like, frankly, if you step on that cord, you are in big trouble. We have <laughs> many dogs in this house right now. He's gone. But anyway, so I feel like this nature versus nature thing, like, like do you know. think the baby's I... going to like, do, like, do you think the baby, even if it doesn't like biologically look like me, do you think it could like act like me? Absolutely. Yes. But I do think so much of it is nature. Like all of my friends that have adopted children and then and also have biological children, like Jenna, she loves Andrew every bit as much as Adrena. As Adrena. Yeah. So I think that, you know, just the whole process of raising a child and caring for a child bonds you to that child. But as far as nature versus nurture, I think that kids are going to be the way they are going to be. They come out like the little humans they were meant to be. You are all so different. Me you and, and Zach, Zach and, and Paige. So different. And you parented us the exact exactly same. Exactly the same. So, yeah. So much of it, I think, is your nature. There, more than anything. I think it's a more nature than nurture. Well, then I guess that's good because if it's nature, then the baby will come out like Teddy. And then and we, won't, we won't have a carbon copy of me well, yelling at people at Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> then that could be a good thing. See, silver lining. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? I actually, I, I actually want to share this before we end the podcast, real quick. But so we have a hotline that people can call in, and like we've Tay and I were saying to people, if you have like therapy questions about like your relationship, whether it's like family, friends, working, your significant other, it doesn't matter. Like Tay and I will bring our therapy sessions that we experience to helping other people too, because everybody wants to see our therapist and they can't. So right. we're like, if you guys can't see our therapist, then we'll just deliver the news from her to you. What a gift! I know. So and we're like so into therapy anyway. So we have this hotline, and you just go to Taylor Strecker, my website, taylorstrecker.com. Um, and there's like literally a button you just press and you can leave a voicemail like through your literal computer. It's yeah, like super it's easy. Great. So we went, we got a bunch of, um, voicemails, but the very first one that we got was from a listener and she didn't have an advice like question for us. She actually wanted to share some advice of her own. She listened to the podcast where I was talking about being worried about being like, like feeling bonded to this child, not being right. genetically connected, but Tay was. And she said, think about how much you love Taylor. She's like, you love Taylor so much. Like I know that like anybody that knows two of you knows that to be true. You're obsessed with her. You would do anything for her. You're like, you're so madly in love with her. So think about it this way. When she has a child that is literally her, right. you're going to think about how much you're going to love that child because think about how much you love her. Right. It'll be a piece of her. Right. And I was like, Oh my God. So and also true. I don't, I don't really love me. And so if I, if I had a little me, I would be like, oh, oh no. your eyes are blinking. No, ah, you're no, chubby. You Stop eating. Stop. <laughs> no, you would not. Don't say that. Don't about say that word. word. Don't say I know. That. I mean, I'm no. joking, but I'm also kind of not joking. But, but no, think but like, about how most fathers feel. I mean, they didn't carry that child, you know, but they adore that baby. They love that baby like it's, it is their own. Right. You're going to feel the same way. Okay. And you're going to experience the whole pregnancy with her. Right. So you're going to be totally invested in it. As long, you know what? I yeah. watch you even with the little boys and like with Scarlet. nephews and you're, stuff. You're going to be such a great mom. 
You are. You just don't know it yet. Okay. Just because you don't want to carry the baby and be sick and everything doesn't mean that you're not going to feel bonded to that child. You totally are. Right. Raising it, you get real bonded when you go through the sleepless nights. Right. And all of the feedings and worrying about the child. I know you hate it when I say that, but you're going to. I know. I kind of can't wait for you to experience so that kind of thing. That's abusive. Because, no, I think you'll. No, because you, I know you. You're going to be like, I told you so. No, you're going to have more understanding. You will be more patient and more understanding with how we felt. Okay. So it's, get it. So it, all of a sudden, get it. So, so, so oh my God, so mom, it's you're all right. about teaching I me a worry. lesson. No, no. See, there you go. No. It's just an understanding you will have about what it's like to love something so much, to love somebody so much and to be worried and concerned. And You'll get it. Well, I do hope. I can't help but hope that your daughter will date a bad boy. At one see, point. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Teaching me lessons. You'll be like, oh, my God, Mom, I'm so sorry. I totally get it now. Gas lighter. No, you will be like you will be following that boy around. Mom, in no, the car. <laughs> yes. no. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Man. see. She has just this deep. She's so fun and she's so sweet and she's yeah. she's an angel. We'll see. But her desire to be right. Ooh, ooh that's your Achilles heel, lady. I am, I am a competitive little <laughs> biatch. I can't help myself. I can't. Oh, well, anyway, well, I'm looking forward to having a child. So from birth, I can train them how to properly help me in the kitchen for Thanksgiving. <laughs> training starts young. Training early. starts young. No, really, it was it, hosting was an incredible experience. It was a lot. It was overwhelming. I had some meltdowns, but I do think overall a success. And mom, thank you so much for helping. I, oh, I honestly, it wouldn't have happened without you. And my I, pleasure. I need you to really know that. Like, yeah. I would have been, it would have been bad well this is how we know that you truly were the hostess and i was you were the chef and i was a sous chef because i didn't have any meltdowns did i i didn't have the stress you had no. so you pulled off thanksgiving congratulations it was amazing well i did the cooking but i will say too because i would like my wife to not be mad at me from now until our appointment with our therapist but tay like i mean the the decorations oh, like, oh my god the Christmas decorations, the table, the floral arrangements. A hundred percent. The bartending, the oh, entertaining. So you the know what? Flowers, High five. We are everything. we're a good team, my love. We're Amazing. a good team. I love you. Thank you so much. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for us, mom. Thank you for joining. Uh, if you want to follow my mom, you can, but she probably won't accept you. <laughs> it's at the vet strucker. I, I don't know technology. I don't understand. You can follow me, though, at <laughs> Taylor Strecker. Um, and, yeah, that's it for us, guys. Don't forget to what? Yes. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It literally means the world. It's the same as, like, tipping a barista, tipping a Postmates delivery person, tipping a bartender. It's like, that's what it is. The rate, review, and subscribe. It's everything plus more to us podcasters. So thank you guys for being the best. Thank you guys for listening every single week. And, uh, yeah, until next week. Bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.